Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Guinness World Record holding Fondazi Fire. That's right, everybody. This is a Fondazi Fire podcast, and this is a show where we ask the question, what do you want? Now, normally the answer would be more fire, but today the answer is more parenting. And to have this conversation, <laughs> we have invited all the Fondazi mamas to join us. So with me, as always, is my beautiful and lovely wife, Katie, Hello. Mighty Mouse Matryska. Hello. <laughs> And joining us is Raider Lee Sterling. Hi. Kristen Weeks. Hello. And as always, our producer, Teresa. Hello. And I am Adam Soko, of course. <laughs> so. Sorry. I don't know why I'm laughing at that. <laughs> well, because I forgot to introduce myself. Oh, okay. Yes. So these stories start back. Way at the beginning, Fondazi has always been a parenting type of group. Now, I wasn't there in the beginning. So, Katie, why don't you tell us a little bit about parenting in the beginning of Fondazi? Um, so, Haley, my oldest, um, is uh, she was out there the very first year of Fondazi. We can, I, that's how I know how long Fondazi has been alive is because I balance it out or I base it off of how old Haley is. Mm -hmm. um, I was pregnant with her the year that we talked about forming it. So the next year when it actually was there, Haley was an infant. Um, and right away, Chris and Teresa didn't have a problem with her at all being out there. And we all took turns holding her and caring for her. So that she, as being the first Fondazi baby, did not have a nanny. Okay. Because at that time, we didn't have the fire show. We didn't have the schedule that we have now. So. Yeah, it was really the family living stage. So we just familyed it. <laughs> I think there was times we, I don't want to say we ever gave her a bath in a, in a bucket, but we definitely were trying to be as authentic with her, uh, with having an infant as we possibly could. And we would use wraps to wrap her up and carry her around. Was there any other things that you guys came up with to ease the caring for an infant out at the renaissance festival um well that was part of the uh vardos being yeah. there okay was making sure we had a backstage in the middle of wherever yep. we were um and then her second year our second year her dad who used to be part of hondazi um made a was it her maybe she was three she was two or three he made a little mini vardo and mm -hmm. like the top opened up and there was padding all around the entire side so we could put her in there and you know, she wouldn't crawl away. She wouldn't. She was confined. It's like a playpen. <laughs> in a way. A Renaissance playpen? It was kind of like a Renaissance playpen. And there is tons of photos, I'm sure, out there because people walk by and laugh and giggle and take pictures of her. <laughs> it was super it cute. Was. That sounds awesome. And when did when did Morgan come on the scene? She was born on the first day of 2008. So that is the year that she joined Fondazi. And... Um, the funny thing about that was when I was pregnant with her, I was throwing up constantly because that's the kind of pregnant person I am. <laughs> and 
So right up till when festival started, I was still just vomiting from my toes. So I made an arrangement with Irish Cottage to spend the season there as part of their living stage because they had quick access to first aid and a place that I could sit down. So I didn't spend as much time with the Fondazi stage that year. But um, so that's where I spent that season. And then the next year, um, I was back with Fondazi, but Morgan was a baby. And we actually did bring her back up to cottage and give her a yard bath in a bucket. Yes, there. we did. <laughs> I remember we had talked about doing it with Haley, but we never we never did yes. it. But for you did it with Morgan. Well, you got this great built-in I know, prop. Right? And the audience loves it. I was say Haley was used and as a many different little bits on at festival when she was an infant. Like Oh, yeah. I would have the nanny bring me Morgan when she was a baby at Hat Pass so I could hold her. And also so I could be like, look at this. Like Morgan was roly poly, chubby little baby. And I'm like, look at my starving. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Please tip well. Right. Or her question was always like, is that baby real? Is that a real baby? Mm-hmm. Like, yes. And I remember people asking that with Grew it myself. Right? Haley all the time. Like, they're like, is that a real baby? Or is like no it's just a moving uh, animatronic we've really a, you know really <laughs> we got a really great budget here yes. at the festival right, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um oh so and i don't know katie if you had much issue with this and i think we might have touched on it a little in the costuming but by the time morgan came along we were doing our performances and so we had we didn't have a unified look but we had a a look and functionality that we had used on stage. And so uh, that first year that Morgan was there, I had to figure out nursing and nursing attire that was easy to take on and off and then get back up on stage because I was nursing her full time. And that made the costume designing a little bit more interesting because as you know, our costumes, the ones that we have now, once they're on, they usually are pretty solidly on for the whole day. That is true. Um, me, not so much, because Haley started walking when she was eight months old, and that's when she weaned herself from nursing, was around between uh. seven and eight months old, because she realized that the bottle could go everywhere with her, while I could not. <laughs> so she like just one day was like, and I'm done. And then she started walking at eight months, so no, I, I didn't have to worry about that, because she was... She was pretty much done. She's kind of the same way now. (laughs) She doesn't rely on us too much. She's like, whatever, I'll just do it on my own. Yeah. Even, even the, wait, I could do this. Oh, she, she will actually be like, mom, um, I forged that thing for you for school. And this is what it says. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Thank you. Mom, I sent the administrator an email from you saying that I have blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> very big on yeah taking care of herself self-sufficiency is good i mean yes. i did the same thing with my mom but that was because you know it's easier just to sign it and you know off you go yeah. I'm like i'm 15 i'm good okay she's well, even, 17 she's good even when she was with in kindergarten that first day you know we walked into the classroom and she looked at me and gave me a hug and said okay mom i don't need you now i can do it myself and i remember walking out just sobbing like she doesn't need me anymore. <laughs> you don't need me. I need you. Right. <laughs> so anyways, that was not a problem with the costume because my independent <laughs> child. <sighs> so after Morgan, I mean, then it was Shane. Yes, yes right? yeah. it was Shane. And that was the year we were starting to make unified costumes. And since I was um, 
I was put on bed rest with Shane right away. It was at 23 weeks and we weren't sure what was going to happen if I was going to be able to come perform or whatnot. So I ended up making the costumes um, with Teresa that year. Because Jameson came along too. Yeah. So we were both pregnant. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, But we were trying to find ways that you guys could play an integral role within Fondazzi without necessarily needing to be on stage as much as, as other members were. Right. And I remember <clears throat> Shane being born on a Friday. Yeah. I believe it was before third weekend. So yep. the, the Labor Day weekend. Uh, he was born, well, the, yeah, he was born probably midday on Friday, I believe it was. Yep. And uh, that was the one, that was my first weekend that I missed. Yes, I it was. I didn't, I wasn't used to not being out there. Mm-hmm. And while I went back the next weekend, I had to like force you not to come back. <laughs> The first weekend after Shane was born. I was fine. And I remember you bartering. I remember you bartering being like, I'll stay home this weekend if I get to come back out next weekend. And so Katie came back on fifth weekend yep. with a baby. Uh-huh. And yeah, you yep. were. He was so itty. He was, he was like a little round. You guys remember? You, have you ever seen those little statues of Buddha? And they're just round everything. <laughs> yeah. that, round and smiling. That was Shane. Yeah, he was the Buddha, he baby. Buddha baby. He, he was. He looked a little Buddha baby. And they, everyone out there at the festival, the community was so great. Really, your sister took him part of the days. Claire oh, took yeah. him part of the days. Mm-hmm. Our friend Jess, who worked at Catskills, took him part of the days. You guys kind of rotated who had him while we were performing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of my favorite memories, which is a, <laughs> is a little bit graphic. So if any listeners <laughs> don't have babies, they probably won't appreciate how amazing this was. <laughs> But as Teresa mentioned earlier, we have the Vardos for backstage and uh, Shane was wet. So we decided we would change him. So we laid him down on the bed, which is approximately five or six feet away from the door and took off his diaper. And he proceeded to projectile poop and hit the door (laughs) with this massive stream of, oh, yes, it was so gross, but so hilarious at the same time. I don't know how I knew to move out of the way. I think I just saw the look on his face of like, this <laughs> yeah, is going to happen. Yeah, you moved right away because I, I was grabbing <laughs> his clothes and you were taking his clothes off and I was trying to get the new ones over and yeah. Yep. Splattered all over the door. <laughs> yep. That's what that's what having babies out at festival is like at times. <laughs> yes. Just poo everywhere. Yep. And dirt. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I and just kind of, so for me as a doctor, I just kind of figured one of the best ways to build up a child's immunity is to expose him to the world. And there's nothing more worldly than being out at the Renaissance <laughs> Festival. Yes. No. And then not only that, but he got passed around with all of our friends. That sounds horrible. Yep. But there are so many people who later would be like, she's so cute. And I'm like, how did you know he was mine? A and B. Why are you like, who, huh? <laughs> who and are then, you with my baby? Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. I got I a hold of this thing. I will say from the perspective of I was three weeks old when I was out at festival for the first time. So like mm-hmm. I was the baby. I was um, Shane and my twin sister and I. Um, I have people coming up to me still who are like, oh, my gosh, I held you when you were a little baby. Do you remember me? I'm like, no. <laughs> <Obviously>. <laughs> it's 
strange. But like, yeah. yeah, people still come up to me. I'm 34 years old. They're like, I held you when you were a baby. I'm like, cool. I am 34 and here are my children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that makes you feel, but here you go. <laughs> so all of our children have that to look forward to. So then the next year, Jameson was out there and Shane and we yes. and Morgan. And you had already had nannies, right, Teresa? Yes, we had nannies from the start. Um, we lived far away from any family. So like leaving them was not as convenient. And also um, the generations in my family are just incredibly long. So my parents are older than a lot of other people's parents. Mm-hmm. And so it just wasn't going to work to ask them to have a baby for seven weekends in a row. I think my mom would have cried and then been like, no. (laughs) But um, yeah, so then we had nannies. They've been incredible nannies and it always made me sad when they'd go on, but that usually meant they were off to college. So that was a good thing. Um, Uh And then, yeah, Jameson came along. He was also, you know, Roly poly early walker, and he was born in November, so he was walking a lot by the time he was out there for the first season. And super tall, super fast. That is honestly like the worst part is when you have your child that is big and robust enough to move on their own, but still too dumb to know what the is. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, ah, yeah, yeah, stop trying to hurt yourself and go headlong off the edge of things. Get off the benches. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh no, the benches get worse, just progressively worse the larger that your children yeah. get. Yeah, so, they're be professional bench but, runners by the time they're teenagers. Yeah, they will. Who <laughs> <laughs> needs parkour? They just need to come up to the festival. <laughs> yeah. The first year that we had Jameson out there, we actually had a um a bunk bed set up in our tent because our nanny was staying with us too. So like huh. we <laughs> We got an extra tall tent to fit onto the tent platform because there is a limit to the size of tent you can have out there. And we had everybody stacked up like cordwood in there that year. But that was like the one year that we had the nanny stay with us. And then it was just like there's just too many bodies involved. Sure. Yeah. Once Shane was born, that was when we decided we weren't going to camp out there anymore because we were all we had all also moved to closer to be within 15 minutes of the Renaissance right. Festival. So it didn't really make sense, you know. Mm-hmm. It was just easier to bring the babies home and they get overheated. And it's it's a lot of work to have yeah. young ones out at the festival. It, it is. And we are very lucky that we have family so close that mm-hmm. just kind of jump at the chance when we can to take our children. But we, we still got mm-hmm. a nanny for the, the next year when yep. Shane's actual like full long year was there. Yep. Uh, was Sarah Sponzo the first nanny we had? Yes. I, I think so. I'm pretty sure she was. Because there's yeah. pictures of her with the, the sling walking around with Shane when he yep. was a baby. Because one thing you need to know about my son is that he is a cuddler. He mm-hmm. just wants to be held and cuddled. So at mm-hmm. that age, he you pick him up and then he would just like meld into you and cuddle <laughs> with you and not want to move. And then you wouldn't want to move. And all of a sudden you're napping. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, How did that right? happen? So babies do that. He loved having Sarah hold him and just they just would she just leave, walk around with him forever. Yeah. I think we had Sarah for 
three years, wasn't it? She became the nanny for Ashlyn when she yep. came along. Yep. Uh-huh. And uh, the only reason she stopped being our nanny was, again, college and eventually her being her own parent. Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she had her own babies, I think, because yep. their oldest is going to be five this year. I think, I think. she is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, she was pregnant is why she had mm-hmm. left us. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard when the nannies leave. I know. But it she comes is. back and visits. Yeah. So that's good. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, we are friends with her outside of festival. I was just trying to remember the names of all the nannies. <laughs> and I think it was Larissa, Gina, Kim, who now has a baby, mm-hmm. and then Morgan, <laughs> and Emmy. I think... Yeah, I think that's all of them. And if I missed any nannies, I'm so sorry. I loved you, but I had babies and I can't remember. Um, but I think that, yeah, we went through five nannies over the years. Because there's that magic age where they want money. And then eventually they either want to go have fun because they're 16 and up. Or they get older and want to go off to college. Mm-hmm. So there's a brief window where there's extra responsibility, love babies, want money. <laughs> And you get like three solid years of that at least. But we eventually stopped hiring nannies um, and got the kids little wristwatch phones so that we could track them on site. And like, you know, Ritaly said, once you grow up there, you know the grounds really well. You know everybody. Our kids knew everybody. And even if they don't know everybody, I am fairly confident that everybody knows them. They know that they're a Fondazi child. And I've had people talk about the kids when they've, you know, because now they're older and they get to go on adventures and walk around and people are like, oh, I saw them together. They're so polite. I'm like, oh, good. (laughs) I don't ever want to hear the you're not polite. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, well, and Morgan's godfather, Jory, is on security. (laughs) So that helped a great deal. (laughs) And then Ashlyn, right? Yeah. Ashlyn's a nice Ashlyn. Yeah. Ashley yeah. came along and and she was born in March, so she was you know good good toddler by the time she was out there. Right, and Sarah, and then we had the wagon. Sarah would pull oh, them yeah. around in the wagon. Oh. But but we should tell everybody the story about you telling us that you're pregnant. With oh Ashley. yeah, I don't remember that story. Do you guys remember? <gasps> you sat us yeah. down at the stage and you said, "Guys, we have oh, an announcement right. to make." I was like super serious. And you to- you talked to the yes. Psychic. Remember oh, yeah. that now? Ouch. Right? Quit hitting me. <laughs> I was excited. Yeah, because we, like, two or three weeks earlier, we went to see the psychic, mm-hmm. and she said that I was going to get pregnant, like, soon. She said there's somebody who... Really wants to be here. Yeah. Who who cannot wait. And I was like, I... But we're I, not, we weren't planning on having another child that quickly. No, because Shane was only nine months old. Right. Mm-hmm. And we were both like, no... Oh, no. And then I went to the doctor because I kept having stomach pain. And they're like, oh, you're pregnant. I'm like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, I was really nervous to tell Adam, too. I was like, oh, gosh. Because we weren't trying. But no, you're, you're very all. happy. Surprise. Yeah. I'm still happy with her. Thank <laughs> most of, most of so you were not happy last night. Uh, she's a very opinionated <laughs> child. I don't know where she gets it. I don't know either. Very she is a carbon copy of her mother, which is why we she all love her. She is hilarious. If Adam ever yells, Haley will like get all very quiet and like, oh my gosh, Dad yelled, and Shane he cries. People yell, Shane cries, and Ashton will look at him and like her eyes will narrow, 
And she would be like, excuse me? Did you just yell? Like, she does not back down from you. No. It's hilarious. So she's like, I totally just pictured her as Dot Warner. <laughs> yes. Yes. She's like Dot. Uh, anyway. So, yeah, Ashlyn came and then Lilibeth. Yeah. And Lilibeth was the next. And I managed to time my pregnancies somehow magically without actually trying to, like, I was pregnant, like, well, Ashley was pregnant at the very end of Fest, and I got pregnant with Elizabeth like right after Fest ended. So I was never pregnant while doing festival, <laughs> really, Gosh. for like an ex- extreme sort of way. <laughs> and I, I couldn't, yeah, I wasn't like nine months pregnant at Fest. Um, and good because it gets really hot out there, and you get really yeah. uncomfortable. So yeah, uncomfortable. I mean, I, mean, I had a Elizabeth was born in the middle of July. I was already, it was already grossly hot, and yeah, you know. The day well, after I stayed over at your house. Yes. You were the magic, magical, uh, you know, got the baby I going. I sent all the have the baby energies. <laughs> yeah. Like salsa, poor salsa, like didn't really get any sleep that night. So we, because Teresa came and stayed at our house and she was sleeping on our couch, which was great because she was going off to surprise her sister on this grand adventure. And we live very close to the airport. And so salsa took Teresa to the airport and he got home. And also our, um, the Lifetime Triathlon also goes right by our house. And that's how I know it's her birthday is because yes, the triathlon does. is about to go by our house. And I've so, done that one. Yes, you have. Right, yeah. And it was five o'clock in the morning. And I was like, well, these contractions have been, you know, they're close enough together. We should go to the hospital before they close the road for the triathlon <laughs> so that we can actually get to the hospital. And so, which we went to the hospital, and they sent us home. But luckily, enough time to pass the triathlon was done. So we just <laughs> bypassed that. Yay! Nice. But, yeah, we, but for, like, when Lilibeth came, we copied, like, it was so nice being able to just copy everyone else <laughs> and, like, what had worked and hadn't. And also we got mm. all the baby clothes. Like, I have, I still have, actually, for whenever someone else has a baby. None of us, but, you know, in 10, 20 years. Um, yes. The little swaddlers. Um, the little swaddler that Shane had, um, yeah. made him. I still have that. Like it's a little poo-poo sack and it's so cute. It's right. And it has the Fondazzi material. Mm-hmm. I forgot I made that before. <laughs> yeah. I still have it in a closet and we, um, like we got a nanny pretty much right away. You know, actually we, and we had to actually like rotate nannies cause they, you know, were on and off or yep. we had Cecilia Lazarczyk pretty early on but she was like 14 yeah. when she started and it got to be like i'm not 100 percent sure that you know about having you do it all the time so like claire stepped in and like claire and robin and like so it's just a bunch of people who are nannying for my children which is great like yes take them whatever pass them off Robin were some of the ones that took Shane when he was little too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that would make sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. And actually, so, Claire has one of my favorite stories about being an Annie at festival. Yes. Yes. With Lilibeth. Yeah, it was so. Claire had baby Lilibeth just like in the sling or whatever, and was feeding her the bottle because Lilibeth also weaned herself at about eight weeks because she was like, "This is ridiculous," <laughs> and she and I never like really bonded over breastfeeding it was so I pumped so like the entire like for the first for her first year I pumped and it was insane it worked whatever um (laughs) but it was 
So Claire is feeding her from the bottle. Um, I find it ironic because it was breast milk <laughs> that was being given to the baby. But like this dude comes up to Claire and is like, you know, you don't have to, you know, feed that baby from the bottle. You should, you know, you should be breastfeeding that baby. And Claire was like, well, that would be awkward as this isn't my baby. The <laughs> 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 so look at the guy's face and then like, and he just actually like, he's like, oh, sorry. And like, <laughs> and then she hears him like saying like you just made me look like an asshole <laughs> to his wife or something <laughs> and so awesome. yes so now we play the like how dare you not feed my ba- breastfeed my baby Claire how dare you not <laughs> take proper care <laughs> she should have she should have offered to breastfeed all of our children yes yes come on Claire mm-hmm. right come on if you're listening Claire we you know, that we, we need you to step up to the plate on that one. <laughs> no, no, Jameson would not take a bottle ever. Like he would have starved himself to death if I had opted to give him a bottle. And so I really could have used someone to tag him. Yeah. Right. A wet nurse. Uh, I needed a wet nurse so bad. We needed a Jess. We never had yeah. the right timing in Fondazi babies for there to beat wet nurses backstage. Almost. We could have. Yeah. But there were boobs backstage for there years. There were so many boobs. Years. So much. <laughs> it was basically almost constant. I think the biggest gap was between, um, yeah, Lilibeth Ashlyn and Lilibeth. Yeah. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. even, like, that was two years. I think we had one year off between the two of them, basically. Yeah. But but then there was, uh, I'll say there was somebody else breastfeeding who would come back and breastfeed. Oh, I yeah. remember that. Who was there it? Was. It was... Somebody on cast, but I can't remember who it was. Yeah. I don't remember either. I just remember. If you had Brett, your boobs up backstage, let us know. I just remember Brett <laughs> trying to walk through backstage so carefully to make sure he didn't accidentally see anything. I know. He was hilarious. He's practically trying to do it with his eyes closed. Yeah, he's like, dude, honey, I know. I get it. I appreciate. But, um, you know, what makes you comfortable or uncomfortable? But come on. Yeah. <laughs> this has to happen. Yep. Oh, this is where it's going to happen. Or like, like, Lilibeth that I was pumping backstage because I had to go find electricity and like the only outlet was by the crock pot and stuff. Yep. So I'd be just pumping with yeah, my all little food. bra contrivance on and that's my hands, my hands free bra. And he's just like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. Or just, yeah, that was he was not the only one I surprised as they came around the corner <laughs> and saw me in the kitchen. <laughs> this place has changed from what I remember. Well, right? There's yeah. still boobs. Yep. Just different context. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, um, not a real baby, but uh, Teak, our, our little puppy, was yes. in there around the same time that we brought him out for just one weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's tons of pictures of uh, Allie took him yes. around. And he Teak, has pictures with everybody. Teak went around the entire festival, pretty much. <laughs> and he tried to kill himself on a turkey leg piece of sinew. Yeah, yeah. it was like as big as he was. Yeah, I pull, I see a little something sticking out of his mouth, and I pull it out, and it's um, like 10-inch long piece of sinew down his throat. It's like, oh, my God. A little ripcord. Yep. <laughs> that could have been bad. And I was like, we're not bringing him back out here. No. no. <laughs> nope. Oh, it's He's like, but like the little... The little tripod kitty last year yes. was it? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I have pictures of you. You were so happy holding that yep. kitty. You're so Yes, and just having a little kitten in a basket. <laughs> and yes, you got to travel everywhere. That kitten has more pictures with more people. I swear. 
before we get to Asher, Kristen, um, did you ever bring your children out to festival? Because they would have been born oh, yeah. in that same area. So no, I was just going to ask, what is it like? Uh, coming to the show with the kids? They yeah. love yeah, it. Coming out. I mean, we, we would bring, because you know, we've known Katie since way back. So we would come yep. to watch the show and say hi to Katie. And yeah, Elliot would, would always want to watch, you know, Annika, I don't remember. She was so little. She was only three when I joined Fondazi. So before right. that, she was, you know, you know, babies love the fire, but they don't really say much about it. <laughs> yeah, but it was always a good. But he's he's a month younger than James or a month younger than Shane, two months younger than Shane and two weeks older than Jameson. And then mm-hmm. Annika is a month older than Asher. So, yeah, they just slotted right in. <laughs> they did eventually built-in companions right and now the the boys are like inseparable the three boys Mm -hmm. yeah virtually and in person yeah yes (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) i am impressed that they have spent the entire summer together and i think their friendships have improved i agree for sure absolutely yeah and and we're talking virtual here for everyone listening they've been playing on minecraft and roblox and they have their facebook messenger kids call set up to the side so they can talk while they're playing and then they play whatever game they're playing and it's always dude yeah dude dude hold up hold up hold up shane yells hold up (laughs) (laughs) and then every once in a while we'll hear the parents in the background and sometimes they'll yell hello to whatever parent i don't know you guys hear me but (laughs) shane has his headphones on so i can't hear anything you guys say Ah, Elliot wants headphones and we're kind of like, you know, we kind of like to know what's happening, <laughs> especially with some of his other friends where we're like, right. I can understand yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, good times. But yeah, it, it's nice having you all out there with your little critters. Yeah. They I mean, really it worked out the... absolutely perfectly because, yeah. yeah, I mean, she's Annika's height wise right between ash and lilibeth <laughs> so like yeah. just go in a line ding, ding, ding. um and, but and asher loves annika and it's so great that like ditto the other way yeah yeah well because and lilibeth got to go off and do princess court stuff with my mom for a while you know once a weekend every weekend and so asher would otherwise be left alone um yeah. if, but then annika was there and so he has a built-in playmate like we said, yep. and they get into such hijinks together. My goodness. Yeah. And it's amazing <laughs> to me what how creative they get with stuff to play with out there. Like when they're mm-hmm. that three, four, five age, you know, they get they find some sticks and some wood chips and all of a sudden it's this elaborate game or they've got their little spot back when the other Vardo was there from the storytelling booth or the riddle booth that they yeah. uh they would go behind it and like this mm-hmm. is their little corner and like yeah they they hollow out their little spots for play and it's really fun yeah and or- now morgan is old enough that she's nannying and she mm-hmm. was so sad not to nanny this year and she's so excited to see everybody again next year and nanny again mm-hmm. um, so she's definitely on board for that make that sweet she was cash. really bummed too she was like but morgan was supposed to take care of me this uh-huh. year so. <laughs> Yeah. Morgan wants to take care yeah. of <laughs> Which Asher Haley was... did not. <laughs> Asher loves Haley, but oh, I know yeah. Haley loves Asher very much. But yeah, yes. she was like, mm, not going to nanny. No, that's not my thing. No, well, we made her nanny for her younger brother and sister for years. Yeah. So yeah. like she was just 
done. She paid her dues. Yeah, yeah and, exactly. and plus then she, now she's at the royal court, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which was great. I mean, she tried so many other things. She was oh, yes. never going to be a Fonda. No, she's never wanted anything to do with, like, <clears throat> seriously, like, her friends didn't know we did anything with fire until she was 14. Yeah. And then she would be like, oh, yeah, you're someone's coming over she's like oh so yeah that's just my mom and dad's fire trailer like she wouldn't just like (laughs) and yeah they'd be like what yeah and she tried out different things with robin hood lewis would make her little uh pieces of leather garb um that don't fit her anymore so if any of your kids want to (laughs) do some robin hood stuff we got leather shoulder pads yeah leather hat leather hat yeah Yeah, really Mm -hmm. we can definitely hook that up my children would adore that because asher um got a bow and arrow for his birthday this year Aww. from my other wonderful friends who came by and were like here's a bow and arrow and i was like why did you do that <laughs> <laughs> i remember your face because we happened to be over like bringing him his yep. gift at that time and you were like hmm <laughs> just got a bow and arrow <laughs> this is exciting that's exactly what my child needs yep <laughs> who has zero impulse control Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. But yeah. And it's worked out. Yeah. Haley fell really nicely in with the Royal court. Right. Uh, John bear, the King was really inviting and supportive and has done a wonderful job of encouraging her acting. So the thing also about John bear or um, about the king is that uh, when I was pregnant with Haley, because was the year before Fondazi was a, a formed, and so it was just a street character. He would come up and rub my belly because I had a big belly at that time, and he'd say, "How's my baby?" And I actually had people ask me if it was his baby, and I'm like, "No." no. <laughs> I have a story. Yeah. I just remembered. I pregnancy brain eat, eats this story, and then everyone it floats back to the surface. The year I was pregnant with Morgan was the year that. Johnny and the queen were engaged. And so they had a bachelor party for him at Bad Manor. And so they had me show up at the bachelor party and somebody handed the word daddy with a question mark on it. And I showed up there with the other ladies from the belly dance troupe to dance for the king. And it was funny. The end. So Morgan is most assuredly not his. (laughs) <laughs> but I've got some really great photos that I need to show her now because she'll be just mortified. That's yeah. hilarious. And she listens to this podcast. I love you, baby girl. <laughs> you know, I'm not really sure if I'm, I'm not sure if the other children will turn out to be Fondazis. I mean, it's always an option to train into Fondazi and they certainly have more interest than Haley ever did. Right. I mean, but, even when Haley was really little, she walked around with, Jeff, who is Felton, those who knew yeah. who Felton is, and mm-hmm. Haley is the one who came up with Fafa because she want he made her a little papa puppet, the 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 first Fafa, which is Felton's mom, and she named her Fafa, and they'd walk she'd walk around with him for an hour or two every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know that was so awesome mm-hmm. to watch her doing that. She was so into it. Yeah, yeah. Whatever the kids want to do, as far as explore characters, I think that's always <laughs> really great for them to be able to go out and do all the different kinds of performing that you can do at the festival. Mm-hmm. Morgan I'm, has reached the age where she's discovered fire. And oh, yeah. we've had lots of discussions about, you know, always because 
we all went through this. You're like, yeah. oh, the lighter. How does the lighter work? Oh, candles. Let me like poke the wax. And so I'm like, always where I'm around and this room or that room, no other place in the house. I'm like, but if I'm sitting here and you want to light the lighter 500 times and light the candle, go for it. You know, yeah. I just need supervision. And I'm trying to give her space so that she gets through the curiosity stage of it. Without, That's you know, going to a room and trying to light it on fire. Yeah. That's better than me where my mom would go for a walk at night and I'd just spend five, 10 minutes lighting matches and throwing them in the sink. And she'd come back right? and like, why does it smell like matches? I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> That's so weird, mom. I don't smell it. Yeah. <laughs> or my little like brother she- who tried to light the carpet on fire. Yeah. Right. Mm, yeah. You know. But these are the things I'm trying to avoid. <laughs> Yeah. We let Shane light the grill. He thinks it's the greatest thing in the world. Oh, yeah. Elliot, too. Lighting a bonfire or the grill. Yes, but he is highly, highly right. supervised. Yes. Right? <laughs> yep. Oh, I showed Jameson how to snuff a candle by licking your fingers and because <laughs> he really wanted to know how to do it. And it was the most hilarious. He was, like, so scared. And then afterwards, he's like, that was terrifying. And I'm like, good. That's Sit right. That <laughs> Fire is terrifying. <laughs> But you should have seen the, the spit lobby had going. I'm like, a little less spit than that. You don't need that much spit. We I still do. sometimes feel that way when I eat torches. I'm like, why did we build these so big? <laughs> that's a lot of fire. Okay, that's recorded you now, mean. right? <laughs> yes, we do have that in recording, I, readily. Well, it's easy. Yes. it's easy when you go from a little bit to a little bit more to a little bit more to a little bit more. But when you haven't done it in a year, you get, light a torch, yeah. you're like, geez. Yeah, a lot of fire. <laughs> There's a lot of fire. I'm about to stick in my face. I and understand. We so we may have done our job too well in our house, where my kids are rather terrified of fire. <laughs> <laughs> how about um, how about swords? How do they feel about swords? Um, also very scared of sharp objects. Honestly, um, though we did have to have a talk. I found out Asher and I. Uh, Asher had started trying to stick things down his throat because he was trying to be like Papa, oh, and so we had to have a talk about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and it was at night in his room and he's like, but it wouldn't go down. I was like, I know, honey, because it's not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> For those who and, don't know, Raiderly's husband is a sword swallower. Yeah. Casimir. Yep. Yes. Casimir the Hungry. And like our kids are generally very good about understanding like what, you know, and like we don't say you can't do this. It's you have to wait until you are able, you know, until you're older to we will teach mm-hmm. you absolutely. Um because saying, no, you can't do this is dangerous. It's, there's no better way to get a child to do that, right? And so, mm-hmm. and obviously I can't say, no, you shouldn't do that. It's dangerous I, if mama and papa do it. So like, right. um, and so I honestly don't know if I've, any of my kids will be performers like that. Um, I don't know if anyone's going to want to be in Fandazi. Like our whole plan, like everyone keeps telling us that like, oh, didn't you, you have so many kids. Fandazi has all the babies. <laughs> and like, we're just replacing ourselves, right? <laughs> like we're building a new troop, except I don't know if any of our kids are going to want to be in this room. <laughs> Annika will. Yeah. <laughs> Annika does. Why you say they do? Yeah. So we go. Annika will. And probably, probably Ashlyn. Uh, yeah. But say, I think Ash, Shane will be the drummer. Yeah. Raiderly, he is he has drumsticks. And he has been just farming yes. around everything. All right. He ever wants lessons. So right now we have no nannies at the stage, but we have a schedule set up because we found well, out. Well, we got the, Morgan. You got Morgan, but, but I mean, we don't she's have. She's a built in. 
outside. She's a built-in nanny. Yeah. We don't have any yeah. outside nannies. Mm-hmm. Um, For the first we found time out that, ever. Right. Yeah. And we found out Cecilia when... graduated? I know. <laughs> I mean, yay, but it's yes. sad. It's yeah. very... Yeah. She, we like, love I'm you, Cecilia. I don't know if you listen to this, but we love yeah. you. Yeah. And she, um, she can, so we have to have a schedule set up, right, for all the kids, which I believe, Teresa, you made the schedule, right? Yes. Because you're awesome. And because there were issues. <laughs> there were issues, and I figured if we gave them parameters, that would at least give us something to fall back on and be like, but this piece of paper that's hung on the Varda wall says this. Because otherwise and they want to go for lollygobs every five minutes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when you give kids a schedule, it eliminates a lot of questions about when can I do this and when can I do that, right. which is the thing that was honestly the most annoying. It wasn't difficult and it wasn't scary and it wasn't dangerous it was just annoying true <laughs> however every once in a while they would come in the middle of a show and i'm like you guys know better than this yeah. which is something <laughs> that i think i appreciate about all of you guys is that we don't have problem telling each other's children you can't have that or no don't do this or you need to uh-huh. wait five minutes things like uh-huh. that like i feel like other people would and other communities not really be that parenting of another child but I feel like yeah. we're all really good with that. Yeah, our children are raised by a village mentality. Yes, mm-hmm. backstage. Absolutely. Yeah, my kids coming into the village, like they 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 listen to you as well as they listen to better than they listen to us. I think so. <laughs> I know it was really like your family just instantly fit into the missing puzzle piece. It was I know. amazing, uh-huh. and I it's so weird because I don't have any of my siblings close and so I don't have the nieces and nephews that I get to raise and I love my nieces and nephews but I have to see them like in little bits and pieces years apart and so having this family where I have all these little babies that you know I can love and I really really like that aspect of our family and our parenting styles are also very similar too Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so that helps a great deal with the community family aspect well, I think we've yeah. learned from each other too. Like, you know, yeah. I, I will say like, I have definitely stolen, you know, things from the people who have gone before me <laughs> um, <laughs> to be um, Alan in on this, you know, watching him raise his two girls as well, yeah. you know, has been a helpful um, because there's parts of all of your kids that I see in my kids. And I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen this. Morgan does this. <laughs> <laughs> or, or with my son, I'm like, oh, yeah, like oh, I've seen Dane and Jameson do that. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, also we all know each other so well that we know exactly what part of our friends are showing up in their children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very much so. True. Yeah. Just, but then also being able to communicate that too, like, oh, I know how to talk to Chris when Chris is, you know, and yeah. feeling like this. <laughs> so. Yep. <laughs> or just like oh yeah i or i'm like oh i see myself in my, my daughter like oh i'm sure you yeah. all do <laughs> yeah oh yes my daughter is a little mini me slash my sister so. <laughs> jameson is the most like me of my two children and i'm like wow i can be real fun sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just parenting where you get to see yourself. You're like, oh, oh, that is obnoxious, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Good to know. Or great. My favorite is when Shane does something. I'm like, why is he doing that? And Adam will go, because it's fun to annoy your sister. I'm like, no, it's not. (laughs) Adam's like, yeah, it kind (laughs) of is. So Kristen, 
<laughs> which of your kids is like you? Um, both of them in separate ways, but which is funny because they're so different, but definitely Elliot. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, and it's, it's funny because, you know, the, the cool things that I like about both my kids, it's stuff that about them that I think has been influenced by the community that they've been raised in mm-hmm. and how aware they are of the world and how aware they are of how bright and beautiful and colorful and varied the world is and having kids raised out at Renaissance where you see all sorts of people during the day and then you see all sorts of people after hours because the variety is just as vast when people are out of costume and Mm -hmm. it's just really cool to be able to raise your kids in an environment like that well and also it's made moving around to different communities for us a lot easier because they're like oh well this is a new place and these are Mm -hmm. people and I'm used to a bunch of new places and people yeah and also just asking questions though and like not being afraid of that like yeah I love how your kids are very they're very thoughtful and like seeing new things and like I this I I love this about your kids Teresa especially but all of our kids do it to an extent but like they're very thoughtful about what they're seeing and very they ask good questions and they're not afraid to ask questions in a way that is still respectful um yeah and raising them to you know be inquisitive and thinkers has being has been I don't know I I think it's festivals really good for that sort of thing because they also have parameters but freedom like our kids have a lot more freedom than a lot yeah. of other kids I think because yeah. they get to go off and explore and see things and have to problem solve for themselves. If you want to become a Patreon subscriber, pop on over to Patreon and look for Fondazi Fire. If you have any questions or show ideas for us in the future, anything you want to know, then email us at fondazi at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to Fondazi Fire Presents. What do you want on your favorite podcast platform? Mm-hmm.